to Virtual Theater, the podcast all about video game movies and the stories that shape them. My name is Andy Spateri, joined by Gooey Fame Goo. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing great as well. It's been a yeah. great morning. We're on like hour three, but it doesn't feel like that, does it? No, I just feel like we've been chilling. It's been good all around. I'm a big fan, actually, of these, like, kind of just midday hangout recordings. Like, I, I like yeah. them a lot versus, like, record after a day of work kind of thing. Or I think this is what we got to do for a while because it, yeah, yeah. it does feel like it's one of those things where this is a peek behind the curtain. I'm sure everyone loves this, but where it's like um, it's Saturday and it's like we don't really have a start time. You know, we do, but like if, you know, like the other time you're like, oh, I got to do this thing real quick. It's like, no big, I'm just chilling. I'm hanging out. And then like, since it's Saturday afternoon, we can go for a while. It doesn't get late, but also like, we don't have to worry. Like there's nothing else going on, you know? So it's just like, I'm just dedicating my Saturday to hanging out and talking to you, which is, I love it. Yeah. This, this is the way. I think like after uh, <laughs> yeah. after the last couple shows like this, this is the way because like, man, you come home like our episodes are pretty long and we usually try and do some other stuff in there, too. And like if you come home after work like you like, first of all, our work schedules don't necessarily line up. That's true. I, I'm an you, hour later. Time. Yeah. Zone wise. And you get off. My, I think pretty. I you three, get off like two hours earlier than I do. I yeah. got to wake up at, at like five. So like Fuck I can't that. do late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then but then you're like racing because you got to get dinner and you gotta do yeah this is this is the way we this cracked is the, way. the code cracked it. yeah um okay so i want to give another sneak peek here before we even start on our episode today which is all about resident evil afterlife but goo and i we were just chatting before we hit record we were chatting about the mcu and kind of how maybe uh i don't think we use harsh terms as creatively bankrupt but we're just saying, like, <laughs> after Avengers Endgame and, like, with uh, with Spider-Man 2 kind of as the epilogue, that now, really, all they can do is kind of look backwards and bring back uh, people from the past, which is what they're doing in Spider-Man 3, right? So you got, like, you got like uh, Doc Ock and probably Green Goblin and stuff coming back. I have a prediction for what the, the next big thing is going to be in the MCU and I, okay. and I think it's it's very much rooted in what you just said. Instead of building up a new threat, they're going to use this uh, this multiverse gimmick that they have with Spider-Man 3, and they will bring back Thanos. Mark my words. But I'm oh, not sure <laughs> I'm not sure if they're gonna bring him back as a villain, or they made him sympathetic enough where I could see Thanos fighting with our heroes versus another big entity that's like a big threat so thanos is a hundred percent gonna come back he's a hundred percent gonna come back and i I could i could see him fighting with the good guys so i just want to say it clearly right here so that when this happens you can go back (laughs) resident evil afterlife virtual theater and you can know history has been made that we told you that thanos was coming back because he totally he's he's totally coming back i guarantee it hmm Okay. Okay. What are the odds of? I I don't almost don't want to make a prediction, but this is sort of off topic. But like they're gonna do an X Men, and do you think it'll be like they they Spider Man Spider Verse them into the MCU, like the ones that already exist? Like do they get Hugh Jackman in there? <laughs> I, I don't. That's the I thing. Don't is think like so. I don't think. Okay. 
Because it just feels like with the Spider-Man stuff, like, I'm going to see it because it's like, ooh, I, Alfred Molina, Doc Ock, like, I want to see him. But it's also like, in reality, in my mind, it's like, we should just let that rest. You know what I mean? Like, we shouldn't go to that. Yeah, but, yeah I I feel like that, like, there was something just so sacred about Logan. And like, like what a send off for a run that is like an unprecedented run of a movie character, and especially like the first video game or video game uh, comic franchise that really kind of made it big on the silver screen, which was X-Men. I, I feel like he will just let it rest. And if, that if, if Marvel was going to do like the new X-Men, what they do is like cast a bunch of like lesser known actors and sign them up to like 20 year contracts. It says you have to make two <laughs> movies every four yeah. years or whatever. I think that's the way that they would go. I hope they wouldn't do that. But, you know, I actually don't know how they'd get the X-Men into the MCU because it's not like mutants are established in that world. So maybe I think that like Spider-Man 3 Uh is just going to be like a pretty easy excuse to be like, oh, well, the mutants from this universe are now in our universe. Yeah. Or they've come up with other ways. Like they've had, you know, they have like Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver in there. They've like found ways to make them make sense. So like, I don't know, they can find a way to introduce it. Well, they can yeah. do whatever they want. Like they could, they could do something totally stupid, and like people would be fine with it. Probably. <laughs> so who cares? Oh yeah. As people, long as they're getting their X Men movies, people would defend it and whatever. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Let them. Let them bring the X Men in. Yeah. I. 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 I really think that uh, that like Hugh is gonna stay retired. Like other than that, like would you have a desire to see any of like the other X Men? I mean, like I guess no. like. Like Cyclops kind of sucked in that, right? Like, um, yeah, yeah. The the younger X, I guess. Like, I guess you'd have a desire to see maybe like McAvoy and Fassbender. That that would that could be the only other people I would think of. But like in the mm-hmm. original trilogy, like I don't know, nobody no, cares. If, like I, I think, Beast is coming back. I think back we or, need to let. Well, Kelsey Grammer coming back would be fucking cool. That would be fucking sweet, actually. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> like, cool. Fuck the Nicholas Holt or whatever. Give me, give me Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I don't know. We need to let like Patrick Stewart rest. You know, like yeah. I was watching Picard, and I'm just like, okay, like let's just let him chill. You know, he doesn't need to go on an adventure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think you're gonna see young. X-Men that are like that Marvel will will turn them into stars, but uh, they're going to be contracted for like the rest of their freaking lives uh-huh. to Marvel. So we'll see. You, but yeah, Thanos is coming back, man. He's coming <laughs> oh, back. Geez. I All guarantee right. it. It's, and I bet you we don't even have to wait that long because like what else? They're not going to spend another 10 years building up like the next Thanos. Like, no way. I don't Ugh, think so. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, all right, I have a I have something cool to share with you before okay. we get started okay. on Resident Evil. So d- in downtown Calgary, as we speak right now, HBO's The Last of Us is filming. We've closed off a couple roads and a couple bridges downtown to uh, oh. to accommodate for that. Right. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I saw see some representation. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we will. They, they'll, of course, it'll be set in like. I know Los Angeles or something, and like that's where that's where they're they will say they are not Calgary, but mm-hmm. still kind of cool. Um, there was uh, this is a quick sidebar, but I was eating lunch yesterday, and uh, 
I I was sitting in a parking lot. Actually, I got Popeye's chicken for lunch yesterday. I kind of slummed it. But I was sitting in the in the parking lot and there were like five helicopters in the sky. Like <laughs> like in very close proximity wow. and I was like, "What the fuck?" So then I read that that Last of Us was filming and I was like, "Well, this is either a scene in the movie or yesterday morning in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, we had a guy walk around downtown and legitimately attack four people with a machete. So, so either oh, they were okay. looking for this fucking guy or it was the last of us. I don't know which it was, but wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how to transition from that. Uh, but that's, all right. Calgary. Let's go. Yeah. That's uh, your own Jason there. <laughs> right. <laughs> this guy's like, Oh, it's October Halloween, baby. Let's go. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, all well, right. Well, hopefully everyone's all right. Yeah, every, everyone um, everyone is going to be okay, actually, or else I, I probably would have joked about it as I did. But, uh, yeah, just, what, what a, like, fucked up world, time, like, people fucked up. Who the fuck walks around with a machete and hacks people in real yeah. life? So, I you know, I, that's, that's a tale as old as time. I feel like it happens. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I maybe it does. Maybe they they had that going back to like the caveman days, or they had their spears or just spearing people. You know what? I'm sure that they did actually. So, um, yeah, I don't know if that was the Last of Us or if that was Machete Dude, but they uh, they had there was a bunch of helicopters. That was pretty cool. But we're not here to talk about helicopters. No, no, we're not here to talk about Thanos. We are here to finally, finally continue our journey into the Paul W. verse of Resident yes. Evil. And uh, this has been a long time coming. This is our last episode in like the four. So we did like Castlevania season four and then we did Pokemon four. And now we got Resident Evil four, but uh, not the, not the video game Resident Evil four, of course, but we're finally here. We're finally moving forward with the story of Alice. So I'm a, uh, I was actually excited because I didn't love the last film, but it, it left us with like, a lot of interesting possibilities of where we could go. Sure, yeah, it it teased for sure. So I I was doing a little bit of research into this movie as I try and do. I try and give some like tidbits and stuff before we we get into here. Um, and I I was surprised to know that Extinction was actually supposed to be the final entry in the series, and uh, they only did this movie because that one made so much money. But to me, it's just like man, like. Extinction was left on such like uh, a cliffhanger. Like how how could that have been the final movie? Like what? No way. Right? Yeah. No, I don't believe that for a moment. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, like no, that way. was like the most excited I've been after watching that movie was like for the like I I've never been excited for a Resident Evil movie as I was for this one after seeing what happened in that one. And there was a lot of like uh, cool things about this movie too. So. First of all, which we'll talk about when we get into the movie, they recast Albert Wesker to Sean mm-hmm. Roberts. Yeah. He was, what was he, Jason O'Hara or Jason O'Mara last film? Yes, I think that's right. He was the drizzling shits He in was that pretty movie. awful. Was I'm sure, awful. no disrespect to the actor, I don't know, maybe he just didn't fit the role. Like, I, I haven't seen him in anything else. I don't want to, like, come out too harsh, but... It was awful. <laughs> it was it was just awful. And and I actually I have some theories about maybe why it was awful because you know, we'll we'll get there in this movie. But 
Uh, so they recast Wesker, so that was great because I don't know if I could have done another movie of that fucking no, guy. No, that would have been that would have been too much. Uh, and they brought in Wentworth Miller. And, what a uh, name! Okay, that, that that's a like sick a name. Resident Evil character. So this this dude. Uh, is is like the main <laughs> character on Prison Break. Have you ever seen Prison Break? No, no. But I just realized the reason his names his name sounds like a Japanese person coming up with an American name, <laughs> like like for the game. You know, like I love. Yeah. That. Sorry. Go ahead. I I just I was gonna see. I was hoping that you maybe seen Prison Break because that's one of those shows that like I feel like a lot of people talked about a lot back in the day. But like I never saw it. I, I don't know saying. if it would like hold up today if I watched it, but maybe some of our listeners can, I don't know, campaign for Prison Break and if it's worth <laughs> sure. it. Sure. Uh, apparently, yeah, never seen it. apparently Wentworth Miller uh, thought that he was being ribbed because they, the script for this movie is like the literally the identical scene as like the opening of Prison Break where like this dude's sitting in a jail <laughs> and he's just like, I know a way out of here, <laughs> which Amazing. I thought was hilarious. So... Uh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, This did you know that this is with a gross of around three hundred million dollars worldwide. This film is the highest grossing Canadian film of all time. Well, it it was at the time. So yeah. Oh, oh, let's go Canada. Yeah, man. It's I can't remember. Is Paul W. Canadian? I don't know. (laughs) I don't don't know either. Do you want to? No, he's uh. He's British, I think. I think his first movie was uh, a British movie. I could okay. be wrong. Well, I was Let's thinking to it. myself, I'm like, what makes this movie Canadian? Because, like, I don't think Paul Probably W. The is Canadian. company that, you know, made it or whatever. Yeah, he's he's from the UK. Yeah. Uh, so, Constantine Film is the production company, and that's a, a German company, as you might expect. Davis Films is also working on this, which is a French company. Impact Pictures... A lot going is a on. Canadian okay. independent film production company founded in 2001 by Jeremy Bolt and Paul W.S. Anderson. How about Let's that? Let's go. Okay. There he's we go. In, okay. He's, yeah. Shout out to Canada. Uh, we, we did it, guys. We finally did it. Um, let's talk about Paul W. for a second. I, I read this, and I thought that it was hilarious. So this movie, Resident Evil Afterlife, comes out in uh, early to mid 2010 and if you remember at the time every single movie in existence ever had 3d effects because of the massive massive success of avatar and so this film is no different so paul w went and he watched avatar and he was like this fucking rocks i'm adding (laughs) 3d effects to resident evil afterlife and apparently this upped the budget by like 20 million dollars which is super fucked Fuck up because yeah. this movie has a budget of 60 million dollars wow. so like dude that's like that's like a third of your budget on 3d effects so i i i kind of love that i kind of respect yeah, that he got got by the 3d you know there was some cool there's some cool 3d moments i could see it yeah there, there really were. There were a lot of moments where, like, you could tell, like, it was supposed to be in 3D. I, even the opening credits, actually, they come at you in, like, a 3D way. But, like, <laughs> yeah, the scene what where Alice, thing. like, opens the the plane, like, all the birds fly at her, that's fucking 3D. Oh, yeah. 3D jump scares. Yeah, that's good. It's too bad that uh, you didn't get 
any of the uh, 3D glasses with this. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, this uh, this could be enjoyed as a non-3D experience. Uh, you know, I had a decent time, even though I wasn't uh, feeling like I could reach out and touch things. Right. I remember buying the <laughs> DVD for um, Journey to the Center of the Earth, which is a sick movie, by the way. Okay. And that came with that came with some 3D glasses packaged in with it, and I put those fuckers oh. on and I watched it, and it was unreal. That's sweet. I don't think I've ever had any movie, um, like in a home experience where I've done that. Actually, I mean, it's definitely not the same as like you know the the actual legitimate glasses that you get at the theaters. But I don't think that they even had those back then. I think it was still like the like the cardboard ones with like the red lens and the blue lens. I think that's what they were using for like a lot of 3d movies. Although I don't think Mm. they use that for avatar. I'm pretty sure they didn't. No, I remember seeing it and it was like, yeah, yeah. Like those were the first time I wore wore those like current ones. And I was like, Oh, these are weird. (laughs) Um, journey to the center of the earth. Sick movie, by the way, Brendan Fraser kind of before he disappeared. Yeah. It was like one of his last hurrahs. Yeah. I always like a good Brendan Fraser plug. So, yeah, that was uh, that was a <laughs> sick movie. So, um, yeah, so that that uh, I I got ready for this movie. I pulled out the DVD that I bought for two dollars at, yes. at the buy and sell. It has a blockbuster sticker on the front of it, which oh. is awesome. <laughs> and yeah, I was I was ready. I fired it up, and I was like, "All right, where we last left off, we saw Alice. She had just defeated Doctor Ashford. Is that his name?" No, um, Doctor. Oh, I can't remember. His he was like the the Titan at the end, though. Oh, Doctor Isaacs. Right. Doctor Isaacs. That's right. Doctor Isaacs. Doctor Ashford is in the game. Yeah. Doctor yeah. Isaac. This this dude was so sick. By the way, Doctor Isaacs. I yeah. I wish we, I wish he would have lived. That was a good ending for this character in this movie, though. So. Anyways, so she defeats Isaacs. And kind of a recreation of the original room in the first Resident Evil movie. And uh, the movie ends with Alice looking at like a hundred clones of herself. And I was like, this is going to be fucking awesome. This next movie. And uh, I think that the movie. So I'm kind of torn on the movie. And like, we'll we'll just kind of talk in more like general strokes here about this movie. But I'm kind of torn because. I was ready for like a, a wicked adventure and this movie started off with like easily the best scene in a Resident Evil movie ever like easy by far. It was by really far. fucking cool. Yeah, so the movie uh we could talk about the scene but I think they do like yeah, they have that issue where I think they were like well now we want to make a movie about her and like they've kind of had an issue of like she she can't really be like a vulnerable protagonist because she just keeps getting more and more powerful yes. and now she's got all these clones. So I feel like they were like, okay, we have to like take it away right away yeah. in this movie. And then it, and then the movie starts. Like this scene that it opened with almost other than how like Wesker like blowing up the facility tied into the end, it almost felt like it shouldn't have been part of the rest of the movie, you know? Yeah, not not really. Like, it, it was very... It felt to me like this scene existed as a way to just, like, quickly but neatly pay off the cliffhanger from the last movie, but also eliminate that story thread as quickly as they could. 
You know yeah, what I mean? It, it was almost like they didn't want to think of a whole movie that, with that as the premise. But I think they could have actually... It would have been ridiculous, but I think you could have done it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think they should have at least for one movie committed to it. Because you know they're going to keep making them. But that, yeah. there was a lot to like, though. And this opening scene... Like, despite, like, it still kicked ass. <laughs> like, it was this really This cool. opening scene fucking ruled. It was so awesome. Okay, that's actually, let's back up a second here. So the movie actually starts with, like, this, like, this fucking cheap 3D text flying at you. And it's got, like, this girl standing oh, cool. in the rain in Tokyo. And it shows, like, how the, uh, the world kind of fell. And then, yeah, like. it's a good reminder. Like, hey, it's zombies, yeah. you know. And it and it shows you like the underground uh, umbrella facility that exists underneath Tokyo, and then Which like was cool. Oh, that was so cool! This I, was, and, like one the three D. Oh yeah, Th- this was a, it was so. This opening scene was so fucking awesome. Like it, it, everything was so good. So and it, and it was like totally ripping off the Matrix, but like who cares? <laughs> it does that a lot in the end too. But yeah, this yeah. felt like the it would have been the final moment. Yeah, of, of like a movie like it that this should have been the climax and then the rest of the movie should have been the next movie you know i agree I, think, I totally agree because like where where else is there to go after this but down yeah yeah, yeah totally like they, they were i think they're more like she's too powerful like what struggle could she have but i think you could have come up with stuff especially when you have other characters who are powerful like her you know so but I get it. They kind of, I think they wanted to also continue the story from the last movie, you know, and I feel right. like this is more of a it's like even though she's like the main character, like the the stories haven't necessarily been as much about her even even when they have, you know. Right. Yeah, this was uh I I can I can understand like totally. I think you're totally right. Like the you do have the problem where it's like Okay, so now we had this all-powerful character, and now instead of one all-powerful character, who maybe you could put up against, like, all these zombies and stuff like that, like, now there's a hundred of them, so, like, what what can you do? And I and I think that maybe you could have done, like, a big battle schmoz with, like, a bunch of Alice's versus, like, a bunch of monsters, and that would have been cool. But, like, I, I also feel like you're right. Like, this, this opening scene felt like the end of, like, a movie, um... And it, like it was, it was just so fucking good. Like, like the whole like the idea that, like I feel like there was a lot left out. Like, how did the Alice's know where to find the facility? How did they get there? Maybe that could have been yeah. cool. Maybe you know, like, like they could have they could have made a movie about them hunting down Wesker. Yeah, them sending. You know, they they could send. You know, they could have different set pieces, different monsters. You know, different Alice's on different missions. You know, it could have been like an a Mila Jovovich like self ensemble movie where she has a crew of herself and maybe they could have had different personalities or like, I'm just thinking of fun ideas they could have done, you know, but that's kind of what it left me with wanting like, Oh, I would love to see like them having conversations. <laughs> so I, I, I just want to in depth talk about this opening scene. Cause it was yeah. fucking awesome. So just Alice... as an action scene, it whipped so oh. much ass. Yeah. <laughs> So she in, in she shows Paul up. Does. Oh, and like 
Oh it's god! Like, yeah, Paul, it's Paul must cool. have been having a blast with like all these different Milas. Just like he was living his best life doing this for sure. Yeah, I saw shots of like behind the scenes shots of her like on the wires and all this stuff. And you know, it's it's ridiculous and cheesy, but it also like rocks so hard. You know, it it's that tone I love that it's like it's so it's just so unabashed. You know, it's just like Gonzo and, and I I fun. knew yeah when I saw Alice show up. And she had two fucking katanas on her back. Oh my god. I, I was yeah. just like, oh my god, this is gonna be awesome. And it was. She was like slicing and dicing all these guys. Also, she looked fantastic. She got rid of that stupid duster from the last movie. She's like in her black <laughs> widow getup. I was just like, yeah, fuck cool. yeah. Um so she she was doing her thing. And then there were more Alice's, and oh my god, it was fucking awesome. There was there was like uh those throwing stars, like slow motion throwing stuff, stars. just like my she God! They, like a inhuman they jump off in the, the oh yes, they jump off the building. They got bungeed like the oh my God! It was so fucking that, good. And then that that moment was really hit a uh, big for me because like they're jumping off, they throw the thing, they're just like falling so far, and they're just dual wielding these like automatic machine guns or whatever like and then they've got all the guys on the floor like even Wesker he's just got two crazy pistols that he's dual wielding <laughs> everyone's just dual wielding like nobody can hit Alice by the way but like they nail the people on the ground from like a hundred miles away it's it's awesome well it's so what, good what is cool kind of cool is like a lot of the Alice's or like some of them get picked off and I love that idea of like we're just gonna like keep throwing ourselves at him like we're kind of sacrificing ourselves and i love that like that's a cool power of like like yeah they're all their own person you know and that that's sad but like almost being like i have an army of me and i'm i'm like expendable in a weird way which it you know each individual wouldn't think that but if for a movie it's pretty cool that it's just like yep she's dead she's dead and they all die well and it's too bad because you never get to see alice and like the real alice interact with any of her clones too which is like I feel like that's like something that I would have loved to right? see. Could couldn't that have a big been a big moment of like we know like a lot of us are gonna die, but like we're gonna do this because we need to we need to take down Wesker, you know? Yeah, and like uh, my god, like the music is absolutely going <laughs> crazy here. Demons. Oh, like like I literally was just like, this is like. Uh, uh, straight up ripoff of like the the lobby scene from the Matrix, but I was like, I don't care. It's like so fucking yeah. good and so crazy that like it's yeah, it's it, definitely not yeah. as good as that. But you can tell that Paul has like an affinity for that kind of stuff, and he's, oh yeah, he's doing his like low budget. He's like yeah, he's doing like low budget, even more low budget. Uh, Snyder, you know what I mean? Where it's like, and, and Snyder, Snyder's not low budget, but like you can tell like. They just have a similar thing where it's like you can tell like they love this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, one one thing that I know, like half of this fucking movie is in slow mo. Like <laughs> yep, the exactly. slow the slow mo of this movie is it's is sometimes off the excessive. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. There's one whole like scene that's very sweet, but it it's all slow mo. <laughs> so it, it, like to to further add to our point, where like this should have been the climax of a movie. You also just like meet Wesker, and he's just there. And, like, I, I know that we saw yeah. him in the last movie, but I, I feel like especially with, like, the recast, they could have maybe, um, I don't know, spent a little bit more time yeah. Especially because they do, they do end up bringing him, like, he is, like, the final 
villain too, but like you don't see any interaction with him <laughs> and like you have this hint of like who's spying on us, but it's like you know it's him, you know what I mean? So Yeah. I, I don't know. There's no there's no kind of like dynamic with him throughout the movie, and I actually think the actor is doing a really good job in this movie. Like I like his Okay. He, I thought he brought he was very corny but like in a different like in the way that like like Wesker in the games is you know what I mean like he he just had like a fun charisma I feel like and and like fun like he was chewing on some lines that are that are kind of silly but like he sold me on it and I thought it was a lot of fun whereas like the last guy I like I just couldn't even look at him you know <laughs> I mean, his his fucking spaghetti hair in the last movie was like, it just looked like ramen noodles that weren't cooked. Like, oh, God. He actually felt like he was doing a little bit of Wesker and a little bit of Agent Smith a little bit. Yep. I, I wrote that down. He's like, this dude is a poor man's Agent Smith. Yeah, for sure. Like, and I think if you compared anything to The Matrix, none of it's that cool. But you can tell it's more of a, you can tell it's like they like that shit. So they're doing yeah. it, you know? Um, so yeah, Wesker, Wesker to me very much like was, was Agent Smith. Like, I mean, obviously you have like the sunglasses and kind of the attire, which like visually looks like Agent Smith, but like he kind of, he talked in the same way too, or it's like he was Mm -hmm. grinding his teeth with everything that he said. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I thought that he he was certainly better than Jason O'Mara. I want to say his name. Um, but I, I think that um, I just my takeaway from this is like the the role of Wesker is like, I think, inherently difficult to do because it's like so silly, like it, the, visually it just looks like ridiculous with this like bleach blonde hair and sunglasses and stuff like it's just like a yeah. goofy looking but he, thing. This to one, pull he off. didn't have like the bleach blonde. So I, I felt like that also made him slightly better to look at. Right. He had just more like. T- to blonde brownish hair right yeah you know so, i I, know. I was watching this and i was like because he was he was kind of he was cheesing it up for sure he was being a little bit corny but i i don't know i was watching it and i was like i think that uh so if they weren't going to go in the direction where they had ian glenn do dr isaacs and he's like such a he, he was, was such really a good, good actor yeah. like he he really should have just been wesker i think but um mm, okay yeah but he he brought like a seriousness to to Isaac's right like he wasn't really over the top he he kind of was threatening he was he was doing his best and and obviously with Wesker they're going a little bit different direction more more video gamey more hokey more cheesy which I think is fine but I was watching this I, and I was like I think if you if you are gonna go that way you should like stunt cast it a bit more like get like get uh, like get fucking Triple H to play Wesker or something okay. like that you know what I mean sure. like. Or like something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. I. Th- I. Yeah. I thought he was good. I feel like. Um. Yeah. I feel like they're definitely like he's supposed to be less like not like Isaac's because like I don't know. Like I feel like you want him to he like Wesker is you kind of want him to be both like mysterious but also like have some inhumanity to him. I guess which I, I guess why they went. This, other than like liking the Matrix, like I feel like that's why the Smith route comes because he's like a humanoid figure, but then like you realize he's right. like an AI, and then it's not till later where he 
kind of does have some like humanity shown in a weird way. But yeah, so I feel like that's why they're going for that. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I thought he did all right. Yeah, I, I mean, he was all right. I mean, comparatively speaking, I mean, he was far, far better than the last guy. The last guy, that, like one hundred percent. Yeah, it, it, that was just so awful. And I, maybe it was awful because we had uh, Ian Glenn to compare that to, like, in the same movie. But, like, it, it was awful. He was mm-hmm. awful. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he definitely I did better. That. Um, all right, so this, when I was watching this opening scene, I was just like, this movie is either going to kick ass or this is going to be, like, the highlight of the movie and the rest of the movie is just going to suck. And I dare say... There were some moments, but I, I think that you can very easily say that this is the highlight of the movie, this opening scene. Would you agree with that? Um, I'm sort of mixed. No, I think I do think after it, it kind of because now it's like it's a weird pacing thing because it's like now here's like the movie we're really trying to tell, even though they connect it back to this first scene. But I think they, you know, it does kind of take a little bit of a nosedive. Um, yeah, but. There are parts later that um, I I went a little bit crazier for than even this scene, <laughs> I will say. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so I lost my mind a little bit a few times. <laughs> so like you mentioned, and maybe one of the reasons that I find, I, I think I struggled with this movie because I've, I've kind of said before, like it took me a while to kind of get around to what, I wanted Resident Evil to be and reconcile that with what these Resident Evil movies are. And like the, these are not the movies that I think a Resident Evil movie should be, but for what they are, I was just like, you know what? Okay. It's time to just embrace that. Uh, they're, they're over the top, ridiculous action movies. And like this opening scene was like, so that, and I was like, fuck yeah, this is going to be sweet. Mm -hmm. But then kind of as I'm getting on board with that idea, the, like you said, Paul W is like, well, we kind of have a problem here with Alice because she's omnipowerful. So they essentially, they kill all of her clones and they get rid of her powers uh, immediately. And actually she looks like a fool by just like letting Wesker quickly stab her in the neck. But that gets rid of all of like her Alice powers. And it's like, they've, they've grounded her a bit just as I was ready to just like go off the rails with this movie series. Yeah. So yeah, I feel sure. like that was like a timing misstep in, in me and my journey with these movies. So I think they still do. What's funny is like they still build it back up, but also it's like Alice still does like these ridiculous things. Like she's one survives that plane crash, which is amazing. <laughs> I, I love that. Um, it actually almost makes it better that she didn't have her powers. But then like there's like a scene later where she like, does this crazy stunt down a building, you know, like, like swinging down side of this building and then like going nuts through this crowd of zombies. And it's like, okay, she might as well be like superhuman here the way she is. But anyway, like, but overall though, I think the movie goes back. It, it just, it, it settles back down. Cause I feel like it's like, okay, we're doing a movie here, but I think yeah. it, it does build back up to, I think, I think the end is actually my favorite part of the movie. Um, I, yeah, okay. I, it, it, it kind of blindsided me a little bit. I don't know why, but yes, but I, I will say like this part of the movie here, um, I was like kind of interested, like what's going on, but, 
Um, the, like it had no intrigue. You know what I mean? Like it was like, oh, who's watching her? It's like oh, it's Wesker. You know, like I don't know. <laughs> I so you you see like multiple transition shots from like um, like dialogue, and then it just like fades up into the sky, and it's got this hokey like satellite thing, and it like. Those are those are so bad. Like they were so cheaply done that it, it was just like, oh yeah. man! Like, and, and, and I, it kept on repeating the last things that they said too. It was just like oh, enough. Like not this again. Yeah, I think they have this need where it's like they want to start out with something big. But I, I actually kind of thought if that first part was the climax, and then like say in a, the next movie opens up where it's like she's done all this she's lost even lost her power but she defeated wesker let's say and now she's like roaming the world and like maybe looking for this community that she heard about like i think that would be an easier sell you know like then like like you just mentioned big crazy scene then back to this you know i think it would have been easier if it was like you had gotten that and you were like satisfied and now we're moving on you know to in a different movie yeah, well, we it, it certainly settles down. It certainly grounds Alice. So the next, like, I don't know, 20 minutes of this movie or so is Alice basically by herself. And she's looking for Arcadia, which is like the refuge that we heard of last movie. And along, uh, she actually gets to the refuge, but there ain't nothing there. Mm-hmm. But while she's there, uh, Claire attacks her from last movie as well. And I, I actually didn't recognize Claire at first, but she's I got like this, like... <laughs> I actually, there's a couple instances where I was like, you're supposed to know someone in this movie. And I was like, who the fuck is that? Uh, which we'll get right. to, but like Claire's got this robot bug spider on her chest, which is like controlling her. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. That's cool. I'd like this yeah. idea actually, especially with where they're going. I guess I kind of liked it. I, I thought that it was like, uh, at least a different, like way to make bad guys other than like zombies. So that yeah. that was kind of neat. Um it looked it definitely looked pretty hokey like, oh, for yeah, sure, yeah. but whatever. It's um, it's funny to think like, the pacing of this feeling like it slows down and like it does feel like she's kind of out there even after she gets her they're like flying around and it's kind of like all right, what's the movie? What is the movie? Um and like feeling like that when like the movie isn't long <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah it just like that part just feels long i guess i would agree with that i i feel like from after the opening scene to even when they get to the prison it, it i feel like it takes a while to like really kind of get going yes, from the prison I agree. yeah um because like well, let's just talk about it so so alice and claire and claire has amnesia by the way but they, yeah, she eventually remembers. It's fine. They're they're flying in a plane. They see this building, and it's fucking surrounded by zombies. But it's got a note on it that says "Help us." So Alice is like, "I know what to do. I did. I'm gonna. This. This I'm fun. gonna land my plane. I'm gonna break this plane. I'm gonna land on top of this building That's so that broken. I too am stuck with them yeah. on this building." <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they're looking for people. I think they were trying to, you know, help some people out. The scene of it landing was so ridiculous. <laughs> I, I loved how, like, she almost chopped off everybody's limbs or whatever when she was landing. That was great. <laughs> they had to, like, make, like, a... They, like, casually make, like, a wire that's going to catch it. And then it still, like, 
you know, goes for a little bit. So they like all like jump on the back of the plane to like hold it down on top of the building. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's sure. Yeah, they did that. Hmm. Um. So yeah. So you you meet like a whole crew of jobbers, and it's like immediately apparent like. Okay, well, these guys are these guys exist to be killed off in this movie, um, which again, which I think is like fine. Everyone has like a defining trait to them, kind of sorta. Uh, actually, kind of sorta. Some of them are just literally there just to die. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's your typical like horror movie, and like they get they all kind of have like a little story. It's like yeah, it's doing a thing that you like would expect out of one of these, but like yeah, it's just still kind of like. Like, oh, okay, I didn't think this was what was going to be happening in this movie. I thought all the characters were going to be Alice. Yeah. Obviously, like, I didn't actually think that, but you know what I mean. Like, it's sort of like we, we've we kind of done the whole, like, introduce a bunch of, diff- you know, like a uh, zombie. Crew. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you, we've done, last movie, we had, like, the same thing where it was like, we introduced all these characters just so that they could die and get eaten by zombies. Yeah. And I was like... And when I was thinking about it after the movie, I was like, there's really not much difference from this movie from the last movie. Like they're they're almost the same movie, just a few things have changed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I and I also felt like when you when you met these guys, it probably wasn't, but it seemed like it was like really far into the movie, and it's like, fuck, like yeah. now now we're meeting these guys, like they they're probably gonna die like fast. And it was kind of like, well, what's the point? You know, like Right. Yeah, it probably actually wasn't, but it's just yeah. A, yeah, it's just a weird pacing, I think. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, the standout of this group is Luther. This dude is incredibly handsome. Every girl there wants to fuck this guy. <laughs> He's I, like, like an he, actor, right? Like he has a billboard right across the the building they're on. Yeah, but he's chill though. He he rolls up his sleeves. And he does like you know he's not yeah. he's not a yeah. Luth- yeah Luther no, was cool. He, he's not like the uh, there's like a Holly. It's like the producer. Yeah, the, like, sex criminal or whatever, you know. Like, your typical well, ho- Hollywood sicko is, is yeah. there. There's a Hollywood producer, and he's an asshole. There's his intern, and that's really the only characteristic that he has. Um, yeah. There's a, there's a hot girl who is good at swimming. Uh, that's that's her, that's her character oh, trait. Oh, yeah. And there's an old pervert as well. Oh yeah, so yeah. There you go. Oh, and and there's uh, the mechanic as well. I forgot about him. I totally forgot so, yeah, about that's him. That's your sure. That's your crew. Well, there's one other guy. Well, yes. Yeah, excuse <laughs> me. There is there is another guy, and he's actually important. Um, and, and you could <laughs> yeah. you could like immediately tell in these movies like who is important and who isn't by like who has I, I immediately dialogue. knew who he was. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like I I was like, oh, they're bringing. Chris Redfield into this movie. Okay. Like I could tell before the like reveal even. Um, so yeah, Chris Redfield is there. And just so all of our listeners are caught up, the, the building that Alice lands on is like a maximum security prison. So there is a dude that's locked up in a, like, I don't know, a maximum security cell or whatever. It's like one of those standalone rooms or whatever. And it is of course, Chris Redfield and everybody thinks that he's like this mass murderer and they're keeping him in. I don't know, man, if it was me, I'd want like all hands on deck. Like you got this creepy. I mean, yeah, that's true. Like what, how worse could he be than like this probably pedophile you have in the crew, you know? 
Yeah, like the the dude who's like jerking off to to oh, Alice yeah, taking a shower. Or, yeah, there's, yeah. Like, there's a lot of sex pests in the gang. Yeah, there there's some creepy dudes there. It's like how much worse can like you know how much worse can this guy be? But that's yeah. just me, I guess. I, I get it. You know, you don't want to get murdered. <laughs> I don't know. So I feel like so we we meet Chris and we learn that he knows a way out and that nobody's going to let him out, which doesn't make any sense to me, but whatever. And I like I feel like the the movie instead of like acknowledging that like these guys are literally there to be like eaten and and sliced up and stuff, I feel like it just spends too much time on like their kind of life inside the prison. Like you just you see them eating dinner, you see like Alice showering, they're taking tours and doing this and that, and it actually doesn't even take very long in the movie. But to me, it was just like, oh yeah. my god, like yeah, let's that's go. The thing. It's like it, yeah. Even at its worst, I will say like the movie's like you know, it's a breeze. <laughs> it's still, it's still, uh, it moves along even in these parts that feel like they take forever. You know, so yeah. I, I, I'm not too negative about it, but I was like. Because I think shortly after this, it did start to pop off, you know. Um. Well, once it once it did, then it then it kind of kept on chugging along. So the the old pervert dude is trying to watch Alice take a shower and he's probably lucky that he got eaten by a zombie immediately after. I don't know what Alice would have done to him. But this guy gets eaten by <laughs> yeah. a zombie and the zombie's face opens up and like, oh, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, they kind of had like weird mutant faces. Yeah, that was cool. Um, so they eventually they go and let Chris out, and he—I I don't know what his plan was or whatever. He's like, "Let's go well, to the armory, which is underwater." The, yeah, he was—he um, was like stationed there, I guess, like a military unit was stationed there, and they—I th- think they think he betrayed all of them or something and killed them all. Um, so, but apparently he must not have—I don't know—but yeah, he knew where like you know the weapons were stashed, but. It had been like flooded out or something. Yeah. So like they, they go underwater for like absolutely forever. I was like, these fucking guys have drowned like eight times over by now, but whatever. Um, the hot, the hot girl gets eaten up immediately. The Hollywood producer shoots the mechanic and steals Alice's plane. And yeah, uh, we finally, like, oh, we finally, uh, he was a, he was a good villain. I'll, I'll say that. I, you wanted to see him get fucked up. Yeah, what's kind of, I like, this is a spoiler, I guess, for the later, but, like, I like that, like, he doesn't, he's not really, like, involved with Wesker, but then, like, at the end, he is just, like, his, like one of his henchmen or whatever, and I love that. It's just, like, okay, <laughs> there's a lot of, like, characters who just, like, are, like, all of a sudden in situations that it's, like, all right, I guess they're, like, involved with this now, you know? There's another mm-hmm. one that... Uh, I think is really fun that I'll I'll save for later. Um yeah, we finally have another shootout at least. So that that was kind of cool cuz I feel like this movie was like losing major momentum at this point, yeah. like major. Um, yeah, particularly because so much of it's in goddamn slow motion. <laughs> sure, yeah. The, yeah, which I I liked I feel like the last one you said it had the same sort of stuff but like it just like the pacing made more sense. And I was like, I kind of liked all the characters in a weird way. Um, whereas this as a, like as a movie, I definitely liked it less. Like once, once the shootout started happening and it was like mostly action for the rest, I was like, 
I was like back on board and I was like pretty much into it for the rest of the movie. But I definitely like if I was like already saying like overall as a movie, you know, it it's less good to me. Yeah. And so like there's some there's some fun stuff here. Like the, the music is also popping off. But like there's that slow mo run where Alice goes through all the zombies and stuff, which is fun. And then like uh, what, what's great about that, that is she lands. She so inhumanly kind of comes down and lands and she's like shooting at him, and then Luther is like at a door that she can go to, and he's like over here, and he's like shooting at the group of zombies. But I think what's funny is he's like, like he's kind of shooting like in her direction, and then she's running and like doing this sweet killing this group of zombies. But she's also like shooting at is him. She, is she shooting <laughs> at him? Yeah. I was like, this is amazing. Like it's totally like this is totally like the like smashing your action figures together type scene, but. Yeah, the way I she, thought, like, dispatched of them was fucking sweet, so. Oh, so when, when Luther go, he goes and, like, pulls the shutter closed and Alice slides under it. I thought that he wasn't, like, moving to get the shutter. I thought he was trying to get the fuck out of the way because she's shooting him with their <laughs> shotguns. Like, yeah, I was like, look out. <laughs> um, the, the Hollywood producer's temp, who is this, I, I don't even remember his name. But he they kind of yeah. portrayed him as, like, a wimp. And he got fucking sliced in half by the giant axe monster who was okay. uh, he was pretty sweet he looked I, like he was out of uh, silent hill and yeah and here's the thing about him that i think it is worth it kind of kept the boring parts of the movie afloat because like they're doing all this and there's like zombies out there like at the gates like pounding on the gates and then like for whatever fucking reason there's just this huge guy with a bag on his head and a giant axe and it's like Okay, I get these other guys were just like people turned into zombies, but what the fuck is this guy? What's his story? Where'd he come from? And that was so like intriguing to me. Like, was this guy because they were? I think they were in L.A., right? Like, was was this guy on like a movie set or something, or is this just some? (laughs) Did he mutate this way? Where'd he get the axe? Like, what's going on? I loved it. I loved this guy. This guy was pretty cool, I thought, but uh, he, I, I thought he'd have a bigger role, actually, to be honest, because he, he was kind of um, discarded fairly quickly. So, like, we have, so once this guy gets sliced in half, we have Claire, we have Alice, a powerless Alice, by the way, and they're going to fight this guy. And, of course, the Axeman, he fucking smashes all of the, the showers. Like <laughs> This was one of it's the like, 3D scenes. <laughs> yeah. There's there's water everywhere. Claire and Alice are soaking wet in slow motion. I was like, oh my god! And uh, like, you got all the water particle. It's definitely like meant yeah. to be watched, and it's like all slow mo action scene. But it was kind of kick ass. Yeah, I, I was just sitting there, and I was like, Paul W, you dog! Like you have slow motion, <laughs> wet like action heroes running around oh, here. I saw some bloopers of that, and they were like yucking it up. Like they were like even acting like <laughs> sexier in the bloopers, and like just goofing off. And I'm like, all right, they're they're having fun. They they know what they're doing. <laughs> Roll Tide. Uh, so uh, Claire. Dude, Claire is doing some Alice shit here. She's like dodging these unbelievable axe swings. She's doing backflips off the wall. wall. Yeah, that's what's funny. It's like, yeah, these people don't have powers, but they're still like, yeah, they don't need the powers. (laughs) I think that Claire shot the axe man in the nuts, too, with her shotgun. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
Well, she she slid under him, and I think yeah. I think oh, she yeah, shot yeah. him in the nuts. Damn! I, I liked that scene. Yeah, that was a fun scene. Like I said, all slow mo, so they kind of like drew it out. But I think it was shot pretty well and staged pretty well. So I don't know. I can appreciate. I can appreciate it. Like I like slow mo stuff, but th- this was excessive. Uh, actually, I didn't think that this was as bad as the the latter fight, but I, I thought that this one was kind of cool, mostly because I like uh, Alice and Claire working together. I think I like I like those guys together. I think they have like this weird kind of chemistry. They do. I like yeah, Claire is cool, and I think she was cooler in the last movie as like from a character perspective. But yeah, yeah, I just like I think the actress is cool, and she yeah, she just does like a good job of portraying the character. Those two would be a cute couple, I think. They have a lot of like uh, nice moments together, where yeah. it's like I I could root for this for sure. They should have a just um, like a yeah like a uh, a movie together. Like we don't need a we don't need a whole group. Like just have the two of them. I I think that's actually that's a great point, and I think that's kind of why I was just like, why are we meeting all these jobbers? Like they're literally just here to be cannon fodder. Like let's yeah. just make it so because there there is a scene where like. Um, so immediately after this, Alice shoots off the axe man's head, by the way, which is kind of cool. And then they use, they use the tunnels that the zombies digged to get out of the prison. And there's a scene where Luther gets taken by the zombies and you don't see him die. So obviously he didn't actually die, but I was like, Oh fuck. Like Luther, like (laughs) give us one or two new characters that we actually might care about instead of like an Uh, army of them. There's Chris, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I guess, like, my, my point is, like, we didn't need the other scene with, like, her eating dinner, talking about the Hollywood producer and the other girl who cooks, and, like, like I, yeah. nobody cares. I don't yeah. know. Maybe that's you just def- me. You definitely need to see some people get got by zombies, I guess, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah, well, maybe that's my thing, too, is, like, none of the deaths were very fun. Like, the, like in the first movie, like, you had, like, the sick laser grid. You had, you had like, a lot of cool deaths, whereas, like, in this one, the girl just got pulled into the water. And then, the, like, the Hollywood producer just shot the other guy, so it wasn't even a zombie death. Like, the one dude did get sliced in half, but it was, like, so quick that, like, you mm-hmm. barely even saw it happen. Maybe yeah. that's what I'm actually complaining about. Yeah, like, all of my favorite things in this were, like, the action scenes and less, like, the the horror, like, the zombie killing, <laughs> you know, which I think yeah. if it did have that, that might have put it over the top. <laughs> Um, so I, I kind of liked this, this idea actually. So they find out that the, uh, the Arcadia, this land, this, this sacred fabled land where there's no infection, there's no anything is actually a boat. So they're, they're all trying to get to the boat and eventually they do get to the boat. And I think it's just, uh, Chris, Claire and Alice at this point, everyone else has been picked off and they get there and there's nobody on the ship. They're walking like, around. Apparently. I like the set and stuff too, especially when they're like in the room with the tubes. I thought it was cool. Yeah, I think that looked cool. So they find the secret room. It's all white. It's very sleek. It's like Apple made this, yeah. which is <laughs> we'll just leave that. Uh, and they and they go in and like they they know that there's supposed to be like two thousand people on this ship, and they find all these people in like test tubes. And mm-hmm. they do you did you remember who the fuck Kmart was? Yes, yes, because well, because we made fun of her a lot in the last episode, and she was like maybe 
the worst character in the movie, but she sort of existed for like Alice to have someone to care about. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I I totally forgot who Kmart was, except for the name. I remember it. I was like, God, that name is stupid. And I can't remember why they gave her that name, but me. Uh, yeah. That was the second instance where I was like, I know I'm supposed to remember who this person is, but I just like don't really remember. Yeah. Yeah, they tried to hint her a few times, but yeah. She was the other thing I was talking about of a character showing up and me losing it, not because of like they do bring her back and you like she's involved, but in the final fight scene, she like comes in for a moment and I'm like and I, I like forgot she was there. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh my god, Kmart! <laughs> <laughs> and it was just so, it was one of the funniest things in the whole movie to me, that it's like, oh shit, Kmart's involved. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so, so the boat is a trap, obviously. This is an umbrella trap to lure people in. Yes. And dude, you just see Wesker just sitting there in his evil throne yes. waiting to be found. I was just like, Jesus Christ, this is so lame. Oh, and no, I don't know if it was, was I loved this. This is I don't know I if it was good lame mind. or bad lame, but yeah. I was like, oh god. I could t- I feel like they cuz this was where this is where they had you talked about like spending money to get an actor. This is where a a, a perfect circle song started playing. And it it sounds so much more legit than the other music they had, which is cool. But this is like a real band and which I don't think they've incorporated it into anything but the credits previously. But this song, this like is like this new metal song or whatever. And I was like, it fucking whipped ass, I thought. <laughs> and then the like this fight scene was so ridiculous. And I, I just I I left I left my body for a moment by how ridiculous this was i loved it i loved every moment this fight scene was like bonkers like you were talking about the matrix (laughs) this was i i think it was too much for me i was like i i thought that the fight with alice and claire versus the axe man was cool but i was just like fuck this is hokey wesker is moving around like like he's doing a ballet and like I don't know what it was about this, but I was like, I, I wasn't, I wasn't vibing with it. And then Kmart just shows up out of nowhere, and I was like, she who is this again? Gun. No, yeah, was, I loved it. He was, he was moving around like the Matrix. He was like going around, and I feel like they were like the, yeah, the Matrix is cool, and it's cool when Neo dodges the bullets, but he literally starts fucking backflipping to dodge the bullets, which <laughs> I thought all of this was actually very authentically Resident Evil. Like, if you get to, like, the later games when you're, like, Wesker is a boss fight, it's exactly like this, actually. Um, so I feel like the the games almost, like, evolved into this, like, ridiculousness as well. Um, but yeah, I loved it. Like, that music was pumping. He's dodging them, like, and, tr- like, almost teleporting like backflipping away from the bullets and I don't know. I thought it was pretty amazing. <laughs> and then like, so they, he dispatches Chris and Claire and then, and like Mila is just kind of like being held off by these dogs, but then she starts fighting the dogs and there's that amazing moment where she shoots some glass and like the glass all starts coming down from the ceiling and there's a particularly big piece that she kicks and it goes flying into one of the dogs to like 
kill it and it was so amazing i yeah it was it was really good and then and then as soon as she does that the hollywood producer guy like i believe he runs up and stabs her <laughs> yeah he stabs her through the through the wrist or something yeah, like yeah. that <laughs> so, i was oh, like yeah. you motherfucker and then kmart shows up and then wesker starts like having a monster come out of his mouth this was awesome it i maybe it's not as awesome as the first scene but I don't know. I loved it. Yeah, I I don't know. I I was the first scene to me was definitely definitely the best scene. There is something about this, and I don't know if it was Wesker. I don't know if it was too hokey. I don't know if I don't I don't know what it was, but I wasn't feeling it as much. Hmm. The music rocked. Yeah, I think it was the actual fight, like the the slow mo fight. I was like, I don't know. I want like the swords and bullets and shit, and like there's. I, it was just a little bit too a, goofy. It, it was an all slow mo. I don't. I don't know if too goofy is a is a problem in these movies. Well, I don't know. Like I, I feel like you're right because the opening was goofy as well. But yeah. I, I, I don't. I don't know. There was there's something about this where I was just like, ah, I don't know. Maybe it was Wesker. Maybe it was. I don't know. I I, I just can't. I can't put my finger on it. But I I thought that it was okay. It was just okay. Even though there was like a lot of like really ridiculous stuff and like Wesker's like I'm gonna eat you so that I can control the f- the T virus, which I thought was great. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's Maybe the movie had just like like the middle part had just cooled me down so much that I was like, it was hard to to bring me back up to that level. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I would I would implore people if you if you haven't watched the movie to go watch. Just go to YouTube and look up. Like Resident Evil Afterlife, Chris Claire, Alice vs. Wesker, fight scene HD 1080p, and tell and tell us whose side you fall upon. It's it's awesome because uh, the music is like building up before the fight, and I I think it also probably has to do with I really liked Wesker and and you probably didn't as much, but I love when he he's like these people are a nuisance or something, and and she goes. Like, I told you I'd be bringing friends. And his eyes start to glow red, and he takes off his sunglasses, and the music pauses right before it kicks in again, and he goes, you should have brought more. <laughs> like, Fuck yeah. I love that he throws his sunglasses and Chris catches them, but then oh gets, like, God. fucked up. That and was cool. the 3D CG sunglasses? Oh, my yeah. God. I, I loved it. I I really did love it. I, I wish that it didn't take... God, I'm watching it. I wish the movie didn't take like. I wish it kind of kept this vibe the whole time. I know, I know, it, a movie can't just be all that, but I, I feel like if it had maintained this, it this would be my favorite one. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know what it was. It, like, I, I thought it was good, but it wasn't. I wasn't just like blown away. Like, dude, mm-hmm. when I watched the opening scene, I was like, this is gonna fucking rule. Like, this is gonna be. So awesome, and I something happened by the time that we got to the final fight where, like, I don't know, the movie had just lost me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. I get that. The story certainly wasn't captivating by any means. Um, I did love that, like, uh, at one point, Wesker, like, kind of backhand throws both Chris and Claire, like, into right the into tubes. these fucking tubes. <laughs> like, like, exactly that where was he great. needs them. Yeah. Yeah. I love that yeah. every, every bullet had, like, the Matrix bullet lines on it, you know? 
Me like maybe that was it too. Like it might have just been too. Like it was a lot of slow mo in in this time. I may I don't know. I've tried to explain why it didn't why it didn't capture me the same way, and I'm not yeah. really sure I have an answer. But um, yeah, it it like it it joined on its own. I think definitely it's it's a cool scene. Like if you go and YouTube it, like it's it's fun. But mm-hmm. I don't know. There was also- a, it, I thought it was just okay. There's also some, like, nonsensical stuff that ha- Like, they're in the tubes, and Chris starts, like, shooting the side of the tubes. I'm like, dude, that's... And, like, nothing happens. I'm, I'm like, wouldn't that ricochet or something? Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's certainly stupid, but um, I can't deny that I was so thrilled. I, I don't know. I wonder if, like, maybe... Because a lot of that fight, too, is with... Chris and with uh, Claire versus Wesker and like you do get Alice versus Wesker and that's pretty cool but like you don't um I I don't know it's it's not like it's not like the same kind of fight like my where there's no story and like my criticism actually to both the parts you mentioned is like it is very quick whereas I feel like that opening scene it's kind of dynamic like she's fighting a group of guys um then she, like, has to use her powers to, like, take a bunch out, and then, like, there's more of them, then they, like, you know what I mean? Like, they're sort they're, like, moving through an area, and they're sort of, like, a, you know, it's sort of, like, they're under siege, whereas this, it's, like, it's really not that long, you know? Like, that would only, that would have been my critique, is, like, let's make it a little bit longer, slightly more dynamic, as opposed to, like, just in this room. Well, so so the other thing, too, is, like, so Chris and Claire get this like pretty pretty awesome sequence with Wesker. And then Alice fights the dogs and blows them up and then like the the producer stabs her, but then like immediately after she just stabs Wesker in the fucking head. So it's not really like they have a fight. And then he takes the knife out and then she just shoots him in the head. So it's like it's really not like they have a fight either and like I'm I'm kind yeah. of all for giving like your your B players to, you know, some screen time and like the big fight, but I don't know. Maybe maybe I wanted like an over the top like Alice Wesker fight and that that's that's a, yeah that's what kind of what I mean is like maybe there there could have been like more like more dynamic to it you know like more like yeah exactly like it would have been cool to see especially because we get this idea that he's so powerful or whatever like it would have been yeah. cool seeing them go like toe to toe you know. Um, that was that was fucking awesome though when Wesker's laying there and Chris and uh, Claire just like whip out their guns and like they pump like a hundred bullets into him. That was that was great. Yeah. Oh yeah. That actually, like at least the scene the scene like it's like I said it's too short, but I think like those moments really got me. And then that ending especially, like I was like kind of losing it there. It's like oh my god, they're just unloading into this guy. So the the after the fight, Wesker gets on a plane, yes. and he looks like he's gonna do the same gimmick as he did the, the same first time. Gimmick. <laughs> and he, this dumb guy, has the bomb on his plane, and he blows himself up. Although apparently, I was reading in Wikipedia after apparently he parachutes off. So in fact, Wesker lives. Oh, good. <laughs> yes, we need to see more of that guy. Uh, so there you go. So we got we got Kmart uh, and the rest of the guys all in the fold. Uh, even Luther, he was too handsome to die. He's alive, obviously. Uh, yeah, sure. And 
Kmart. Alice sends a trans. Shout out to Kmart, I guess. Uh, Alice sends a transmission, and then like a million umbrella helicopters surround Fuck the yeah. ship. <laughs> I, I was so I was getting pumped again because that that one song that they shelled out money for it starts banging again, and I'm like, let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> so at at the end of the movie, the oh end of the god. movie, oh my god, we see we see this absolute smoke show and she is looking roll tied and commanding all of these officers and i guess this is jill valentine yes. and i did not recognize her at all at all oh did god. you yes i was like oh my god like this I, i'm pretty sure this is jill <laughs> and then it was yeah i popped so hard because i think we're both on record as we didn't really like jill in part two but I I think in this series, I always appreciate just, like, them upping the stakes and upping, like, the ridiculousness. And when they were like, Jill is back, and she's got this fucking spider thing on her that makes her, like, the enemy or whatever. And she's, like, right. giving this brief to all these soldiers. And I'm like, Jill is back? I was, like, I was, like, weirdly so pumped about that. Because that, that seemed like this- such a crazy move to me. This is gonna uh, this is gonna sound slimy. I don't know another way to put it, but like, I, I was like transfixed on like her <laughs> her boobs because like she had this like spider thing on her, and well, it was like they, they were going in this that. really awkward position, and like it was like front and center, and I was like, that's like not natural. That's that's like I don't, it was Paul, like distracting to Paul me. Almost has a thing for hot ladies who kick ass. Like he's definitely definitely portraying yeah. that like one of his things to everyone for sure when i when i say like i was transfixed like not not in a roll tide way which i'm like obviously yeah but like it just seemed like it was like a weird unnatural positioning almost yeah you know in that sure. kind of way yeah no doubt so, yeah <laughs> yeah i guess she's gonna show up for part five and uh is gonna be hunting down our heroes so yeah is there you that, go is, yeah we're we're there. What we got? Part five. What are there? Six or seven? There's six. Uh, there's there's seven. Though uh, no, there's seven because we've got. Um, oh my god, that's even better. Okay. Um. What's I'm what's so, the next one? I don't uh, know because the names are so bad. <laughs> like, there's there's rebirth, which I think is chapter six, and then there is uh, the, the final, final chapter, chapter, which is seven. Uh, okay. What the hell is the next one? After no, this is afterlife. Um. Oh god. The, I'm yeah. just gonna Google this. Like I couldn't tell you based on the names, like, you know. Uh, um stall <laughs> stall for time for me while I look this up. Let's see. Um uh, <laughs> I mean the names are all like kind of the Oh, Retribution yeah. is the next Re- one. Retribution is the next one. There we go. Wow, Retribution. No. Alice looks sick in the poster for Retribution, by the way. Yeah, no, we only have two awesome. more, because there's, then there's the final chapter, and that's really? the last one. Really? I thought that there was seven. Okay. Well, then no, no, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah. She looks cool Wow, so we're almost too. at the end. Yeah. Wow. She does look fucking cool in this next one. The ultimate battle that, begins. Like, what has it been uh, before? Yeah. That's pretty incredible. And so as a as a spoiler here for the next movie, we get Leon Kennedy, Whoa. Ada Wong, and Barry Burton. <laughs> okay. So wow. Okay, you know what? So before I think I've said like 
I kind of like that they just would only like lightly have these characters in. But now I'm like, okay, whatever. Who cares? Like, let's put them all in there. You know what I mean? Like, especially when I saw Jill coming back, I'm like, let's just have Alice, who is our real main character, like mixing it up with all of these lead characters as if they're like, they're kind of just like side characters. I think it's kind of stupid. Uh, but I, like, I feel like fun. why not? Like a lot of them are there like in name only, right? Like, like you, you have Chris, he's not really the Chris that we know in the video games, but like he's, he's enough of like the Chris that like, it's kind of cool to have him there in that auxiliary yeah. role or like same thing with Carlos. He was like, he was a character oh, yeah, that just happened to be named Carlos. You know, like I, I, I think that they actually do a, a decent job of like implementing the, the characters. Because, yeah. like, I, if you if you know, you know, and if you don't, then it's just like, okay, well, whatever. It's Carlos. I feel like it was hard. It was like harder to swallow in like the second one because it still felt like kind of close to the game, you know. But then it it like yeah. in the third one, I didn't mind it at all. I actually was like, oh, Claire, that's cool, because it was, like, totally different, and it was almost like, yeah, she's just kind of, like, a new character, and, like, she's got the name and sort of the look, but she's a new character. Yeah, that that's what I mean. It was, like, a new character, but, like, kind of with some references to the video games, that if you get it, then you're just like, oh, cool, yeah. you have a little bit more attachment to that character, but if you don't, then it's just like, oh, whatever, it's like, you now know, I want Now I want all of them. I, w- I want all of them in. Well, I mean, like, like who's left? Like, you've got, uh, you have Jill, you have Chris, you have Claire, you have, you're gonna have Leon, Ada. That's that's um, basically all all of them, you know. Yeah, that's all. Get, the main. You have like Rebecca from Resident Evil Zero, if you want, but I don't think anyone's oh, really yeah, clamoring yeah. for her. Carlos is there. I um, want the I want the little guy from Resident Evil Four. Oh R- man, Ramon. <laughs> yeah, Ramon. Let's get the let's get the vendor in there. What are you buying? Oh my god! Yeah, that almost feels like that would that's like would not fit, but why not? I think that that would make it even better because it's like just does not fit at all. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, okay, so this movie was a huge success, as we alluded to earlier. Uh, worldwide gross of three hundred million dollars against a budget of sixty million dollars. So it is no wonder. Why they keep pumping them out. This has exactly the type of of score you'd expect on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. 21% critics, 48% audience. Quote, as dim-witted and lifeless as its undead antagonists, Resident Evil Afterlife is a wholly unnecessary addition to the franchise. Oh, okay. Fine. <laughs> I mean, pretty much what you'd expect, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not shocked. That's fine. <laughs> Nothing is surprising here. Um, I, I have like, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about this before we get to our thumbs up and thumbs down. Cause I feel like I'm still sorting myself out. Cause I thought that the opening was awesome. Probably the best scene in any resident evil movie. Mm-hmm. But I, I also feel like they stripped a lot of like what made Alice pretty cool. And like, they did give it back, but it was more like distributed between Alice and Claire and Chris. And like, like it, it was more, um, this is more like an ensemble. Whereas like in, in Resident Evil 2, the movie, like, that was Alice's movie, you know? Yeah. Like, she, um, they had the crew, but, like, she was, like, flipping motorcycles. She was, she was far and away, like, the star. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas this, this one, I feel like it was much more evenly distributed, where, like, everyone was doing some cool stuff, but, like, nobody also was, like, 
the star, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I can see that. It depends, because there's parts where it is just her... I don't know. I, I think when I think about it, um, it has, I think, some of my favorite... Like, there are parts of this that I think are, like, my favorite things in the series far and away. But yeah, when I when I think about it, it might be, like, my least favorite, like, as a whole movie out of all the ones we've seen. Like, I know I gave the first one a thumbs down back when we did our episode, but then when we did our commentary, I did come around to it. So I think... I'm, I know I'm different than you. Like, they've all been thumbs up for me, and I think this one... I'll just say, like, I think I would still say, like, it was a lot of fun to watch. But I will, I also think, yeah, it might be the weakest one out of all of them, for sure. With some of the best yeah. ones. Mostly the beginning yeah. and the end, I like a lot. I I think... I think if 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 you were to like really pressure like this is a thumbs in the middle movie I feel like I like I feel like it's just like it didn't tell anything new versus what happened in Extinction like I think the villain was worse like Doctor Isaacs was cooler I think that Alice was not as cool in this movie I think that the setting was for the most part not as cool as in the last movie although the ship was pretty cool and obviously the opening was cool um. Yeah, I don't know. I I think I think I'd thumbs down it, but like only because I really want to see like the final movie be like awesome and that, that finally get my first thumbs up for this Resident Evil movie. I don't know. It, yeah. Like the, if it if it was just the the opening and the like the last fight, even though I didn't love the last fight, it would be a thumbs up. But I I thought like the middle was just like pretty rough. Yeah, yeah. I would say you know if you've listened to this and you aren't sold on the movie at least look up the opening scene and and the final scene i think that's pretty and, pro- and probably the axe scene too that was that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah the axe guy is cool for sure I, I i think you nailed it though like this movie has cool moments but like the overall movie is like a slog like the moments yeah, are cool yeah, but sure. the actual like story itself is is not great which i mean obviously you don't expect the story to be great but like there's just a lot of story versus a lot of moments mm-hmm yeah, definitely. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Well, I, I I almost feel bad thumbs downing it because I thought that the the opening was like so awesome, but <laughs> that was like it couldn't, own, it couldn't uh, live up to that. That feels that first scene feels like something you like you would just see online, like out of context, like check out this scene and you watch it and you're like, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> yeah, you could. Dude, just I'm, watch I'm that. giving that I'm giving that opening scene like like eight thumbs up. That was so badass. You know, there's a part in that where she throws, like, a katana or whatever into a guy's head, and it sticks in it, but, like, you don't see it come out the other end, but it's clearly, like, long enough that it would be, you know what I mean? It's like, where did it go? <laughs> I don't know. It, it's really, like, s- stupid, but I don't know. Yeah. I just thought of that, but it's pretty funny. Um. So, yeah, there it is. Resident <laughs> Evil afterlife the fourth entry we only have two more to go in our journey and our quest yeah. with alice wow yeah and then i then we'll be on to whatever that new thing is that we didn't even talk about <laughs> but yeah well, we, we i think we tried our best last episode to like there's so many different resident evil projects right now it's like yeah, what's I what what's I, I have no idea i think it comes out in november it's like a movie i want to say yeah so maybe we'll cover that live or some. I feel like we can do that one without having seen the final chapter. 
Yeah. You know, I, to be to be fair, I watched the trailer for that and uh it looked okay. Yeah, it looks okay. It looks um actually similar to that. It looks like something I if you like you would have seen online like 8 years ago and it would have been like check out this like fan-made film and you'd be like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." Yeah. Hold off. Um but knowing yeah. that it's like a big production, it's like uh, it, this doesn't look like a real movie. <laughs> I don't know. Not to um, diss like fan projects or anything, but you know, like it's different than a big. I, I I think you nailed it. Like that's exactly the way that you would position that. You're like yeah. I, I would have positioned that the same way. Yeah. Whereas even with this, where it's like there's some pretty low budget, shitty looking stuff in all these movies, like like that liquor or something like. <laughs> it, it looks like uh, they made a movie at times. You know what I mean? Like, I I love that you hate that liquor. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I think in our commentary, I I I tried to hate on it more than it actually deserved. I actually think like the CG in this like wasn't as hideous. Maybe it's just like kind of come a long way. Where like even a cheap budget can have like decent stuff. Like I don't know, I thought like well, there wasn't like a lot of CG stuff really. Yeah, I, I don't think. I think like movie. the like, dogs think... that kind of split apart and had the oh, big yeah, mouths. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Dogs were back. That's cool. Yeah, I thought that that was cool. I think like Wesker looked kind of cheesy at times when like especially when he had the shit coming out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah. That that was a little bit hokey, but um, yeah, I think was... the rest of it was actually like pretty good. It was just like the stupid satellite shots that looked cheesy. That was pretty bad. And I'm, and I'm sure that wasn't even effects. That was probably just something that they thought would be like cool. Like and it was weird. Like, Ugh. Yeah. 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 There it is. Resident <laughs> Evil Afterlife. So Resident Evil Retribution is the next Resident Evil movie that we are we are going to cover. And the next movie that we oh, have on boy. the virtual theater docket. Are you ready for this? I'm so ready. It's yeah. a it's an Uwe Boll classic. Yeah, baby. Oh, man. I'm I'm stoked to watch Blood Rain. I, I have really high, <laughs> We've been I have so high hopes for this movie. By Uwe, but I feel like this is it. This is the one. Yeah, I, I, I feel good. I feel good. I think it's going to be super cheap. I think it's going to be, like, super creepy. I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be what we want out of an Uwe Boll movie. Yeah, so, I yeah, I I'm, cannot wait. I, I bought that DVD too for like a dollar, by the way. <laughs> you are got very economical <laughs> with this. Well, I mean, you know, it's not like there's a lot of demand for Blood Rain DVDs. To be fair, that's true. That's I, I true. went to the I went to the dollar or I went to the pawn shop and I was looking for any video game movie that I could find, and I bought like bought about twenty. I did this about a year ago. So some of the movies that we watch, I have on DVD, and some of them I don't. But, uh, mm. yeah, Blood Rain was one of them. It's cheap to get so, into yeah. this, everybody. <laughs> if you want to watch right. a lot. You don't have to spend a lot. Um, all right. Well, we are going to get out of here. That is Resident Evil Afterlife. Of course, we want to encourage everybody to head on over to SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts. Go and uh, like and subscribe to Virtual Theater. And consider helping us over on Patreon. Uh, Goo and I did, like, like, a solid two hours of bonus footage before yes. we we recorded Resident Evil. So we are starting a new series where we are watching Captain N, the video game master, which was an absolute trip. Uh, we're talking about some movies that we've seen. We're talking about the the MCU, the Mario Bros. movie casting. We, there's so much that is available that is not on our main feed. 
And uh, Goo, maybe you should take a second and actually plug something that is on our main feed. Oh my gosh. I mean, think about it. Yeah. So we, if you're listening on the main feed, you probably saw um, <laughs> the new podcast, Video Games, the podcast, which is, it's a podcast <laughs> about video games. I know. We're doing video game movies here, but you can actually talk about video games on a podcast too. Um, and it's sort of a casual thing. It's going to be kind of sporadically released, but it's just me and my buddy Vic uh, together. We kind of having a little bit of a, a video game club where we're choosing some of the classics of video game history and playing them and then just talking about them together. And it was sort of just like a, you know, a fun project to kind of get us to play some games and, and talk. And uh, you picked a banger. For oh, episode yeah. one, I mean that's one of the greatest games of all time. That's, that's what we're hoping Symphony to do. Yeah, we're gonna do all the bangers. There you go. That is that. That's for free. That's not even Patreon. That's for free over on Virtual Theater. So so uh, much value. Yeah, consider this show. <laughs> I mean, really, there there really is. There truly is. So uh, you could, should consider heading over to uh, Patreon. A, a dollar will get you all these bonus shows, and uh, a couple more bucks than that will get you entire series. Based on the Zelda cartoon, based on Captain N movie watch alongs, there's so much good stuff over on patreon.com forward slash virtual theater. So, yeah, encourage you guys to check it out. Of course, check us out over on Twitter at virtual theater X at spateri316 at gooey fame. We are out of here. Until next time, everybody. Bye bye.